Do you find it really tough to balance your school life with content creation? Definitely, like 100%. You are going to need some help here and there. When I mean help, I mean like if your friends are helping you. <laughs> with schoolwork. But, but we're not going to say that. Hey guys, welcome back to Vivid Talks. Today we have a special guest, Michael from MC Play GT. He's a teenage TikToker who grew to 4 million followers in one year. He also has a YouTube channel with over 40,000 subscribers and he does mainly comedy and prank skits and collaborates with his mom to make these fun videos. Hello, welcome Michael to Vivid Talks. Super excited to have you here on our show today. Would you like to introduce what you do as a creator? I'm MC PlayGT, aka Michael Chen on TikTok. I do pranks, skits, and comedy skits, all skits on my page and glad to be here. Thank you. So how long have you been a content creator for? Beforehand, I did Twitch. I started about in 2016 and I started recently blowing up like around last year. On TikTok, right? On TikTok, correct. What got you to continue making content because you swapped over from Twitch and how did you start your TikTok journey? So at first I started out from Twitch. I went over to YouTube and then I went back to Twitch <laughs> and now I'm on TikTok. Twitch was really my main platform, but I wanted to have something to like keep going, like, you know, a double platform so I can have two places to post, not just one. And TikTok was like an app that I didn't ever hear about until last year, but most of my friends were using it. I didn't use it at the time just because, you know, I was looking more at the old stuff like Twitter and all that. And my friend told me, yeah, you should definitely get on. If you get on, I bet you, you would <laughs> do some great content there. And I said, okay. And now I'm here. Nice. So I know you said you started with your Twitch content. Can you explain to us where you got your name from? MC Play GT? Uh, so basically, I got my name from this game called Grotopia. It was actually my first game I've ever actually been recording on my YouTube channel and stuff. It's all private now. <laughs> so we can see it. When I was like 10 or 11 or 12, I was like obsessed with this game and I would make videos with it. So I decided to make YouTube videos, screen recording and publishing it onto YouTube. And later on, when I could afford a computer, I started streaming Grotopia on my computer. MC is Michael Chen plays and then Grotopia, which oh, is GT. Oh, got it. Got it. Yeah. And then you stuck with that name going forward. I've been sticking with the name ever since. Nice. I see that like with your TikTok content now, you do a lot of your content with your mom. What does your mom think about using TikTok? Well, at first she didn't know much about it. She thought it was just like something for memories and stuff like that. Obviously, I didn't want her to find out I had a TikTok <laughs> account, right? Who wants their mother to know about their whole social media life? It's quote unquote embarrassing, but it's actually pretty fun. The way she found out was she walked into her own store and someone just pointed at her and said, look, it's the mom from TikTok. And, <laughs> you know, and my mom was like, what? TikTok and she started building up pieces and figuring out that I was posting videos of her on TikTok. <laughs> She's overall pretty happy with it and continues to make content with me. She has her own TikTok now too, right? Yes, I did set her own account up because she said, why didn't you put me on this earlier? And I had to set up an account for her. <laughs> can't say no to mom when she asks you to do something. When you're filming content with your mom, what's your workflow? Do you plan it? Do you write a script? Or do you do mainly impromptu when you're filming? Mine is more of like based on her health because my mom does have like a heart problem, oh. like heart attacks and stuff like that. So obviously I don't want to scare her or anything. So if it has to do something with like balloons popping, okay, mediocre wise, yeah, I wouldn't really plan that. But if it's like something like I know will like give her a heart attack, I will be like, hey, this is here 
here letting you know just, i'm telling you making sure some of the videos do well some of the videos do bad but usually it's like a mixture of both so i feel like it's just both do well and then skits obviously they're all written out through our ideas and stuff like that most of my pranks though and challenges they are straight up first take first try wow. if it's not good i don't post oh okay so you kind of like yeah. the authentic reaction right we all know tiktok you know if something's fake everyone's gonna be like oh cap cap and all that stuff. Right. So. How long does it take for you to film a video then and to edit it all together? If I were to film a challenge, right, I'd have the prop right in front of me, the prize I'm giving, and I would just run up to her and be like, my mom, challenge, and then explain the challenge, have her do it. That's it. Raw footage. Those are challenges. But if I were to do pranks, you know, with camera angles and stuff like that, I would have like two or three phones. I would set up each corner so-and-so for different views, literally one take usually for all of them. I would use iMovie on my phone and I would edit them all into one clip. It should take me like three minutes, four minutes max. Oh, wow. That's quick. <laughs> do you usually film like one video a day or do you kind of batch film everything? If you guys see my TikTok posts, I have like maybe wearing the same shirt like 50 times. <laughs> maybe I'm wearing like three on one one i'll wear three on another row it's just different shirts but like all in pairs of three what me and my mom do is we rotate so we do film it in one day occasionally that's only when like we know this whole week she's gonna be busy uh -huh. i'm gonna be busy we film at sunday night we'll literally film three videos with the t-shirt i'm wearing right yeah and then after three videos i would change it to another shirt we would always rotate and rotate until we have no ideas left and then sometimes we'd have like those one takes just because we have to fill water and stuff like that <laughs> those are usually just like one video and done because it's miserable cleaning it up oh yeah that's true i'm pretty sure your mom doesn't want to <laughs> have to deal with all the yeah. cleaning right does yeah. your mom ever ask you to help her on her tiktok videos or is it more solo on her own account she always wants me to participate in those trends and stuff but i just feel like those trends are not my thing i mean but i still do it it's like more older like boomer stuff so i don't feel like doing it and it looks like really like embarrassing but at the end of the day i'm still gonna do it because she participates in my account so why shouldn't right I? right <laughs> does she make you do dances and things with her then yes yes very 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 weird dances <laughs> <laughs> oh it's like bonding time with your mom right so get to spend some time with her yeah that's cute what would you say would be your biggest achievement as a content creator to date any goals you've reached or i would like to actually say so two biggest milestones one is reaching 4 million followers in one wow, year. Wow, that's crazy good. Yeah, so I was looking through my Snapchat memories a few days ago. Two days ago, I'm pretty sure I looked at it and it said 300K. I was like, wow, now I'm looking, it's 4.3 million. I'm like, wow, one year and I get 4 million, which is absurd. That is crazy. And I just want to thank all my fans for that. Second is like the most views I think I've hit is like 23 million. Wow. So like that's probably my biggest achievement. I've hit multiple like 23 millions. I've never passed that mark, but definitely achievement. So what would be your next target goal then for this year? TikTok is great and all, but obviously I want to move platforms and stuff. So I want to move to YouTube and try to get a million on YouTube this year. Wow. You got some aggressive goals there. What are you at right now? I think you're at 40 k So yep. early in the year. So it could happen. Still early. Yeah. Still early. Do you have a strategy or a plan of how you want to grow your YouTube channel? With quarantine and all, it's pretty hard to film, you know, entertaining mm -hmm. content. Staying at home is just like, 
a whole trap you know yeah. you can't really film anything fun outside with your friends with other creators you know and especially like not being able to travel around it is hard if not this year next year's goal is times two the amount so i could recover my tactic is probably being consistent and trying to post like you know youtube shorts mm -hmm. or like you know making a compilation of all these videos and just putting it into one right right well i hope you reach your goal if not this year next year i'm sure you can do it you you seem to be very consistent with your workflow and <laughs> posting all your content in the past year. Thank you. So I'm looking forward to seeing that. What would you say would be a good piece of advice you want to give someone who's starting out to be a TikToker? I would say look at your past first. Reflect from your past self before you get on to social media in general, not just TikTok, but TikTok is more Gen Z. Anything you've done in the past, if you think that would affect your media career, change it. Change the way you look at yourself. Make sure you are the audience and you're looking at yourself and you're staring at a mirror, you know, wondering what did you do wrong? Have you changed? Would people forgive you for it? You know, there are certain situations where people are like, well, you can't forgive someone who murdered someone, right? Mm -hmm. Unless they did something for that reason. Don't bash yourself for your past. Focus on the future, but at the same time, reflect on your past. Right, I guess being able to come to terms with whatever you've done because it's the past that's built yourself to where you are today mm -hmm. and being able to move forward from that, right? Definitely, because I know creators struggle, like a lot of creator friends, you know, I see their friends only stories. I'm telling you right now, as a creator, there's so many creators that are like stressed out just being like, oh, I can't post every day or oh, mm -hmm. the views are so bad or oh, I did this in the past and it's about to come up. I'm scared. Don't be scared. If you know that you change and you're a new person, you shouldn't be scared. How would you deal with something like that? Like if there's a negative experience that happened on your social media or if there's a lot of stress or pressure for you to post, how do you cope with that? If there's a video that comes out of, for example, me, the way I would situate this whole thing is like, first off, look at the video. What did you do? Understand the video. Remember why you did that or what caused you to do that action and then apologize. First thing that audience wants is an apology. They want you to say something. They don't want you to hide back and run away. They want you to confirm that you did this or not confirm depending on you know whatever the video or whatever you did was always apologize do not make up a bunch of excuses just own up to it it's really simple and easy if you don't own up to it then they're just going to keep going until you're down in your deepest points that's what social media is you know i've seen people go rock bottom it sucks for them mm -hmm. yeah it's tough social media kind of amplifies a lot of situations too so you have to be mindful of that and how sensitive the topic is and how to manage that publicly as mm -hmm. well as Definitely. yourself because sometimes it just kind of hits here of something you did in the past or whatever happened and being able to cope with mm -hmm. that so mm -hmm. do you have days that you don't want to post because it's just too stressful you're just not up for it not feeling good and how do you manage that oh there are definitely days that i just don't want to post <laughs> like today i didn't want to post it's not like i'm unmotivated i'm tired i mean it could be you know today i just didn't feel like it just because you know give myself a break i've been posting three posts every mm -hmm. single day for the past year i deserve a break everyone deserves a small break i'm pretty sure most of the creators are taking a break right now i haven't seen most of my friends post in weeks or like they haven't posted months and you know they're just taking a little break you know they'll come back but just not now that's good and what do you do to help you de-stress sometimes it's just so overwhelming to make content I mean, usually I just like, you know, focus on school, take a nap, <laughs> you know, anything other than just look at your phone, just like take a break. Yeah, naps are the best. Do you find it really tough to balance your school life with content creation? 
Definitely like a hundred percent. You are going to need some help here and there. When I mean help, I mean like if your friends are helping you <laughs> with schoolwork, but, but we're not going to say that. I mean, definitely much easier with online, online classes. It's pretty easy. I can multitask, but definitely don't overload and don't put content first. Make sure you have a balance of school still up front, but content's right behind it. Has anything changed since say you blew up on TikTok a year ago with like your school friends and like teacher dynamics or anything like would people be like oh my gosh I'm so starstruck this guy has four million followers has that ever happened with you in school or not quite so because of COVID <laughs> you haven't really seen them I would definitely have a different experience if I met my friends in school it really depends on what position you are at in school like for me I was like this guy who likes to scout around not really stick with one group but I would always like be independent mm-hmm. and just trying new things right some people change some people don't you could tell through yourself but I would just keep it in your head Head, don't really call them out or anything just keep it to yourself you don't have to shove it in their face i'd just say remain friends unless they do something bad to you right but i have multiple problems like you know people giving numbers out and oh, stuff like that no. yeah there's definitely been times where people have given my number out a lot so yikes you just gotta understand that it's gonna happen you have to deal with it you just have to plan it beforehand so right. i guess it's a reminder heads up to anyone who wants to become a creator be very careful. Have a second number. Yeah. Definitely recommend a second number. I personally haven't experienced that just because I became, I guess, more into the content creation when I became older. People that I was friends with are a lot more respectful with my personal information and I don't usually give out information to public either do you find that like for your instagram and whatnot people are trying to always be friendlier with you because like oh he's so famous maybe i can you know hook up or we can get a follow yeah, get a follow back or do you kind of get those kind of vibes from people Oh no, I literally had one last week where she's like, oh, can I get a follow back? At the end of the day, you still go to school with them mm-hmm. until you guarantee yourself a spot. You know, you know, 100%, you're never going to see those people who are being mean to you or weren't talking mm. to you before until you could confirm it follow them since you're there but as soon as you're gone keep the people that were close to you right but the people that literally just came out of nowhere sorry but people should know where they are at and they should know that they should have been this type of person earlier than later it's quite difficult for i guess content creators that gain more fame and followers to when they're teenagers yeah. too yeah especially you're like yourself it's really hard to yeah 16, 16. i know you're so young <laughs> you have so many more years to be able to achieve your goals like you know growing your youtube channel and whatnot do you see yourself being like <laughs> a content creator full-time in the future or do you plan on going into some sort of different career you have a backup plan of just managing creators i guess and teaching Mm -hmm. them how to grow their media accounts and promote obviously who doesn't want to become a freaking content creator who who wouldn't want to make videos for a living obviously i want to do that but i don't know if it's guaranteed we'll see Mm -hmm. give it like maybe 10 years or 20 years we'll see see how it plays out what do you think is going to happen say 10 years from now do you think i guess the perspective of long form content versus short form because you're trying to move into youtube but you're still doing tiktok as well i think both are still going to live out throughout time i think the 60 second one videos are probably going to grow more just because everyone's advancing to it at this time like you know youtube is becoming youtube shorts there's tiktok right having updates every single day there's copycats of tiktok like thriller and you know whatnot it's going to grow on it might die off later on but right now it's just going to keep going 
And who knows, this might be like the new start of YouTube. Even YouTube picked up like the vertical shorts because they're seeing short form content to be quite popular in a lot of different social media apps. And Snapchat Spotlight. Yeah, that's too. true. That's true. Well, thank you so much for your time today for answering all the questions. Is there anything you want to share with us final words before we end off the interview? If I watch this video 10 years from now, <laughs> I advise every single person to do this creator or not. Literally, we're all the same. But if I were you guys, you have to try this. Go search up like future email on your Google and just write an email to yourself and send it for every single year and send a milestone or a goal that you were trying to reach from the beginning of the year. And then you'll receive it at the end of the year. Oh, that's what I did. That's cool. I received my email actually at the beginning of January and I got get verified get a million on TikTok, get snap verified, get Insta verified. I, I reached most of my goals, but you know, the goals I didn't reach saved it for next year and next year and next year. So it's motivating to see a letter from your past self to the future. I recommend you hundred percent do this. Oh, that sounds cool. I think I need to try that out too. <laughs> you could send multiple. So I have one planned out for every five years and one for every 10 oh, years wow. and one for every year. So I have them all written out already. That's sweet. I just spent a whole day of quarantine. Day, so. <laughs> and a gift for yourself in the future, which is really cool. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much, Michael. <laughs> no Thank problem. You. Thank you so much. <laughs>